Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 5, you will hear stories from our sixth collection, Curious Stuff. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. My Old Chevy by Joe Brown I'm not sure about the younger generations, but for us old fogies, memories are sparked by a taste, a smell, just seeing something familiar or other neat stuff from our past. Maybe you have to be old to have those reflections, or is it just a sign of old age that I can remember something that happened 50 or 60 years ago, but not which drawer my socks are in? It was the middle of last August. I was driving down Beck's Church Road near my home in the northern part of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. That's where I saw it, going down a side street. An original-looking 1950 Chevrolet two-door coupe, just like the one I shared with my sister for several years back in the mid-60s. They don't make them like that anymore. Memories of good times gone came rushing back quicker than a Sandy Koufax fastball. Google it. We were so excited that day Dad brought home that car. A customer of his, he worked as a bartender at the county line beer joint called John's Place, had wanted to sell it. I never thought of Dad as a good horse trader, but he worked some kind of a deal for the old car. When all was said and done, he was able to get the car for $15 and one 12-jar case of his homebrew, something he made in the basement in an old oak barrel. What a deal. Our Chevy was not a beautiful old car, but the little six-cylinder inline engine and three-speed on the column transmission got it from point A to point B, just not in a big hurry. It was black, like most of the cars of the early 50s, but it was obvious that the last paint job had been done with a brush. My sister Georgia and I shared the car. When we got it, she was 19 and had her license. I was 15 and did not. One time she had her right arm in a cast, making it impossible for her to shift the gears. I would slide over on the bench seat near her, and while she steered with her good left hand and worked the clutch and gas, I would shift for her. Off we'd go, round up some friends and head to the drive-in theater in Salisbury or Moxville on Saturday night. By the time I was 16 and legal to drive, Georgia had moved to Colorado where her husband was in the service. The old Chevy was all mine. I was going steady with a girl, future wife, who lived near the intersection of three counties, Davie, Yadkin, and Iredale, a place called Turkeyfoot by most of the folks up that way. I lived on the Yadkin River on the opposite side of Davie County. That meant that every trip was diagonally across Davie County. I made that trip about three or four times weekly for about two years. I think the car knew the way home. Sometimes I'm sure I was asleep coming home after midnight. 
I learned to drive, had my first flat tire, my first date, and other neat stuff in that old Chevy. That first date was one to remember for sure. We went to the drive-in at Moxville, a sci-fi movie that had a disturbing ending. The Planet of the Apes was on the giant outdoor screen. We might have enjoyed it more, but Margaret's dad had suggested we take along her two younger brothers, Glenn and Johnny. Disturbing, indeed. I worked every other evening after school at Miller's Truck Stop in Moxville, and I got off at midnight. One evening it started snowing, and by the time I got off, several inches were on the roads. The newer cars were having trouble on a steep hill going east out of Moxville on U.S. Highway 64. I just shifted up to second gear and puttered right along by them. Thanks to the studded snow tires and not enough power to spin them, <laughs> I made it home just fine. I used that car for hunting and fishing too, and I can't remember ever getting stuck or stranded. Sometime in 1969, that Chevy started making a noise that was not normal. Since the radio didn't work, I could not use that to camouflage the troublesome noise. The garage where I worked part-time diagnosed the problem as a piston rod going bad. And after trying a few patching repairs, it became terminal. My brother-in-law offered me a great deal on his 55 Oldsmobile. He actually gave me $100 to take it. So I abandoned the 1950 Chevy. The last time I saw my old car, it was parked in the old feed barn in Davie County. Unless the one I saw last week was, well, could it really possibly have been? You know, they don't make them like that anymore. Copyright 2022, Joe Brown. Joseph Brown is a native of North Carolina, born in Yadkin County and reared in Davie County. He now resides in the Bethania area of Forsyth County and has lived all his life within 40 miles of his birthplace. In February 2020, he retired from 50 years in the construction industry. Most of his previous writing has been daily journals on his mission trips to Kentucky, Canada, and Ecuador. Several of his published stories have appeared in earlier collections of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Thank you for listening to another Six Minute Story. You can read them all in the six anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.